eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Today I have an episode that I'm very excited about. It's something that I talk about in a lot of my episodes, but I've never like directly addressed it, I guess, or made an episode specifically for this. So today I'm talking about eco-friendly living for the mamas. So this is just, I mean, I guess anybody can really use the tips I'm going to be talking about today. And even if you're not a mom, if you're just someone interested in eco-friendly living, these still may apply to your life. But if you are a mom and you care about the environment and you've been wanting to live more eco-friendly, or maybe you've already been making eco-friendly changes in your life, but um, you just want something to kind of boost you even further along on that journey, this episode is for you because I'm going to be talking about why eco-friendly living can be helpful for moms, kind of things that not a lot of people consider. Um, I'm going to give you tips and I'm going to give you some of my favorite sustainable swaps that I use every day as a mom. So let's dive right in. I want to kind of start off by saying that, again, if you are listening to this and you are aware of the environment and you do care about the environment, but you haven't really made any big eco-friendly changes in your life and you're kind of just confused where to start off on a like sustainability journey... I know that generally speaking, us as moms are already pretty overwhelmed in terms of taking care of the kids. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, taking care of the kids in the house all day, doing it everything that needs to be done. It's, it can just be very overwhelming, especially if you're a mom to little kids like I am. I know my days, a lot of times I am just stuck in survival mode and it's not really because I don't have routines set up and stuff. It's just because I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old and a puppy and <laughs> pregnancy fatigue and all of the stuff really piles on. So I know that motherhood can already be overwhelming and we as moms already have a ton on our plate. So adding sustainability and eco-friendly changes and all of that, it can seem very daunting at first. Um, And so if that's kind of something that's been holding you back, like you were just very busy and you feel like you don't even know where to start with this and you really don't have the time to research every step that you should be doing, that is what I'm going to walk you through today because that's what I felt like pretty much for the first like two or three years of my motherhood. That's why even after getting my environmental sustainability degree, I didn't really make any changes in our household because I was just trying to learn how to survive as a mom and run my house. So the first thing that I want to say that might give you some hope when listening to this is that eco-friendly living can actually simplify your life. At least I know it has for me in a lot of ways. So while yes, you kind of have to, there's this learning curve and you have to do new things, try new products, whatever, it can seem like a lot, but overall sustainable living and just making sustainable changes in your life can really help you in a lot of different ways. 
So the first way I'm going to talk about that sustainable living has actually kind of simplified my house and my life in general and has helped me out a lot as a mom is that through my sustainability journey, I have learned that overconsumption is such a huge issue in our society and that we just like in general, we have so much stuff. So for me, I believe that a big step in living eco-friendly is kind of minimizing. And I'm not talking about being 100% minimal or getting rid of like everything that you own, having bare white walls, anything like that. I'm really just talking about getting rid of the excess stuff that's no longer serving you and learning to live with less, learning to go shop less, learning to be very intentional with what you allow to take up your space. And in turn, that kind of makes you, I guess, more intentional with what you buy. So for me, I used to go out and shop and go to like TJ Maxx and, you know, Target and even Goodwill, like you can over shop at thrift stores too. But I used to just go out and buy all of these things that I didn't need. And it really made my motherhood a lot more stressful. So that part of sustainability that is learning to live with less and kind of just minimizing has really helped me tremendously. I think that it also helps my kids because me being, I guess, minimal-ish, their wardrobes are minimal. I don't, I'm not saying their toys are minimal because if you walk into my kids' toy rooms, they have a ton, but I do regular purges of their toys and I do try to keep it very intentional with the items we have in our house. And I just think that that, like ever since I stepped foot on my journey with minimal-ish living, that was an automatic weight off of my shoulders. And that alone has transformed my life so much. And a point that I want to touch on on this is that minimizing their, the kids' wardrobes, has really specifically helped me in a lot of different ways. So when I started minimizing our house, minimizing everybody's wardrobes was a big part of that. And it has helped simplify my life so much in terms of doing laundry and the stress of trying to get your kids dressed in the morning and figure out what they should wear every day, blah, blah, blah. So what has worked the best for me is my kids. Right now, we only have two kids. We have one more on the way. But right now, our two kids share a tall, skinny dresser. It has six drawers, so each of them get three. And pretty much all of their clothes, besides their winter coats and their hoodies and those kind of bigger items, everything else fits in those three drawers. So again, we have maybe like five to 10 items each hanging up. You know, for my son, it's um, two winter coats, I think. He has maybe three hoodies. He has this cute little stitch onesie that he's obsessed with. And then for my daughter, we have like a couple cute dresses and the same thing, a couple hoodies. That's pretty much all that's in their closet. And then in their drawers is where the rest of their clothes go. So whether it's like me thrift shopping or us getting hand-me-downs or gifts, whatever it is, as they start to accumulate more clothes throughout each season, when their drawers get too full and it just seems too crowded, I know that's when it's time to go in there and do a purge of their clothes. So for me, again, this really just simplifies because every time that we do like a big declutter of all of our wardrobes, the amount of laundry that we have to do goes down drastically. So we have to do less laundry. It's less work for us. And for me, as the mom who gets them dressed every day, sometimes multiple times a day, it really just simplifies 
you know, having less options and less things to choose from makes at least me feel so much less overwhelmed and it makes things run smoother. If you want to hear more about this, I have a couple other episodes on minimalism and finding a version of minimalism that works for you, but I also really encourage you to go check out Ali Casaza. Her podcast is called The Purpose Show, and her whole thing is teaching you how to minimize your home and your life, and she is absolutely amazing. She's who got me into it, and I actually took, I've taken a few of her courses and that's who I pretty much decluttered my whole house with. So I highly encourage you to go listen to her. I'll leave her podcast in the show notes so you have like easy access. But yeah, that's the first way that eco-friendly living really helped me as a mom was that learning to live with less and minimizing my house. So the next way that eco-friendly living really helped just simplify my life and help me as a mom is that it has simplified different home routines for me that previously were like kind of complicated. So for one instance, cleaning. I, I used to feel kind of overwhelmed. I felt like I needed an all-purpose cleaner to clean like the table, the counters and all of that. I needed a special cleaner for like the oven, the sink. I, I honestly just felt like there were a million bottles underneath my sink with different cleaners that I had to use for everything. And then along with that is you know, paper towels, Lysol wipes, the, you know, scrubby Lysol wipes. I felt like there was literally just one million things and it really just overcomplicated my daily routine as a mom. So with eco-friendly living, pretty much what I use to clean just about everything is I have an all-purpose cleaner that I guess I kind of DIY. I have a cleaning concentrate that I use and I throw it into a glass spray cleaning bottle and fill it the rest of the way up with water. And so I use that with cut up flour sack towels that I use as paper towel replacements. And that's what I use to clean pretty much everything. That's what I use to wipe down the sinks and wipe down the counters and the tables and you know any messes on the walls, literally anything like that. So that's pretty much what I use to clean everything. The only thing I will say is the cleaning concentrate I currently use is not really good for mirrors. It streaks really bad. So like two years ago, I bought a bottle of Windex when we moved into a new house because we had to just do a general clean. And I still have that bottle from like two years ago. So we, I still use like a few miscellaneous things that are for very specific cleaning problems, if that makes sense. But in general, my daily cleaning items are just that glass spray bottle with the cleaning concentrate and water in it and the flour sack towels. That's what I use on a daily basis now. So if there are areas in your home that you just feel stress you out even more, but they're a necessity, you know, like cleaning, dishes, just anything like that, a lot of times you can find an eco-friendly swap or a more sustainable solution, if that makes sense, that can also simplify these areas of your home. So for me, just for an example, another one is my like nighttime face washing routine or whatever. I used to feel like I needed like eye makeup remover wipes, general makeup remover wipes, and then a face wash and then like moisturizer and just I felt like there it was just so complicated and confusing to me and I hated it so with eco-friendly living I bought these little microfiber makeup removing cloths and you literally just wet them down and they take off all of your makeup so I pretty much just have those cloths and 
face wash and moisturizer. So I switched out all the disposables and swapped them out for just a simpler, more sustainable option. And it has really just like made my nights go so much smoother in terms of my, I don't even want to say self-care, like washing your face in my opinion is not self-care. That's just basic hygiene, but it really simplified that area for me. So if you can kind of brainstorm these areas in your house where you feel like there are so many products and it's unnecessary and it you know it takes too long and it's not really serving you well try to brainstorm if there is an eco-friendly swap for that that would not only simplify and make it easier on you but then also save you money because you won't have to be buying those same products anymore you can buy the sustainable version like one time and then that's it So that is the next big piece of it. Besides just being able to simplify different areas in your home, you can also save a lot of money when it comes to sustainable swaps. And if you're a single person living in a house or an apartment or whatever, and you do sustainable swaps, you will save money too. But if you are a mom and literally just for every member of your household, the amount of money that you save with each sustainable swap multiplies by however many people are in your house. So I want to share this one specific example that I have because what the first time that I heard it, my mind was just blown, honestly. And now I love sharing this with people when talking about sustainable swaps. So say you currently use plastic water bottles, right? Obviously, an easy swap for that is getting a reusable water, maybe like a filter pitcher. That way you have clean water. So say you spend $5 on a reusable water bottle, $20 on a filter pitcher. Just a side note, I'm about to use some specific numbers from a study that I found that was done about, you know, the U.S and consumption of plastic water bottles. So I'm not just pulling these numbers like out of thin air, just so you know. I'll try to find that study and link it in the show notes as well. But anyway, so if you are a single person household, in the first year, you will save $23 on making this swap from single use water bottles to a reusable water bottles. And that is like including taking out the price for the amount of the reusable water bottle and the filter pitcher, right? So in one year, one person will save $23. But if you are a mom with, you know, a spouse and two kids, a four-person household can save $150. And that's including like buying four reusable water bottles and the filter pitcher, by the way but you will still save $150 in one year just by making that swap. Now, if you want to push it a step further and see how much money you'll be saving in the long run with just one sustainable swap, a one-person household within five years after spending the $5 on a reusable water bottle, $20 on the filter pitcher, after five years, a one-person household will save $215. And again, if you are a mom with a spouse and two kids, after five years of making the swap from, you know, the single-use plastic water bottles, you will save $920 total. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me that's like my jaw hit the floor when I realized that. But really, when you make these sustainable changes over time and you're switching out the disposable items that you only use once, these single-use items for the sustainable version, 
a lot of times, like, yes, a $5 reusable water bottle is more expensive than a 99 cent single use water bottle, but you only have to buy it one time instead of buying it over and over and over again, right? So the sustainable swaps, even if it doesn't really seem like it's going to save you money in the long run, if there are multiple people in your household that you're buying these like disposable versions for, you are going to be saving so, so much money in the long run from swapping out items in your house with the reusable and sustainable version. So again, if you're a mom, this is another way that eco-friendly living can really benefit you is just from the money that you will save by making these eco-friendly swaps in your house. There are really so many benefits of eco-friendly living for moms, whether it's to simplify your home routines, save your family money. I know one that's big for a lot of people is getting the plastics out of your house and trying to kind of just get the toxins out of your house and finding products that are both low toxin and eco-friendly those a lot of times go hand in hand so I know that's really important for a lot of people too there are really again just so many benefits of making eco-friendly changes in your life but I mostly wanted to touch on those big two points about how it can simplify your life and save you money So now I want to dive into talking about sustainable swaps. So I'm going to give you my five favorite kid-friendly sustainable swaps or five eco-friendly swaps that I use pretty much on a daily basis in my household with the kiddos. I feel like as moms, when trying to live more eco-friendly, it's really easy to kind of not really feel guilty, but at least not know what's going to be worth spending the money on and taking money out of like your family budget and stuff to spend on these eco-friendly swaps. So these are all going to be ones that we use every single day or pretty close to every day that just help me a lot with the kids. The first one is using reusable glass jars like mason jars or milk jugs that have lids and using those kind of in place of like sippy cups. The ones that I think my kids love the most are actually ones that I bought from the Target dollar section maybe like four years ago so they definitely don't have them anymore but they're pretty much just shaped like milk bottles And they have metal lids on them that have a hole in the top that's the perfect size for a reusable straw. So those paired with mason jars, either just the regular sized mason jars or they even have ones that are a little bit skinnier and shorter that I think are just the perfect size for kids. Both of those are ones that I have stocked on my shelves and that my kids love and in my opinion they're just a lot more durable than like plastic sippy cups and plastic kids cups and they make really really cool lids for the mason jars. Some of them have that little kind of push spout where you can slide a part of the lid back to drink but conveniently the ones that they sell at Walmart like the lids that they sell at Walmart like that for the mason jars also have an opening that is the perfect size for a reusable metal or silicone straw so the cool thing is you can have a lot or not a lot I mean don't like hoard the mason jars but you can have mason jars both like the regular size and the kid size and you can use them for again the kids drinks we use them for smoothies but we also use them for things like making overnight oats or making like little single servings of chia seed pudding or literally there are just so many different ways that you can use these you can use them to store leftovers or to meal prep 
So in my opinion, the mason jars are a really cool swap that we've used in our house that aren't just for the kids. Like they make it easier for the kids because the kids drink out of them all day, every day, pretty much. But it also kind of simplifies your kitchen a little bit because then you can use it in a lot of different ways, if that makes sense. So you can have the mason jars and then you can run to Walmart or look on Amazon and buy a couple of the specific lids that I don't think they're by the mason jar company, but they were made to fit on the mason jars. And again, there's ones where you can put a straw in it. There's ones that just close on the top. There are a lot of different options for lids. And so that, yeah, it's just something that I love. And again, it simplifies my house and the kids drink out of them and absolutely love them. They're also a lot more durable, like I said, than regular plastic cups. Most of our mason jars we have had for years and years. A lot of them I've actually thrifted. I think most of my mason jars I've got from the thrift store. So it's, yeah, it's just cool. They last a lot longer. You don't have to worry about like the BPA and the toxins in the plastic or anything like that. And there's a lot of different purposes for them. So this for me is one of my favorite like eco-friendly swaps and it's something that we use every single day. Another one is one that a lot of people I know <laughs> feel very strongly about one way or another. So if this is not your thing at all, that's totally okay. Or if you already do it and you love it, that's awesome too. But it's cloth diapers. For me, we bought, I think... I started building a stash when my son was little and we built a stash of maybe like 25 diapers and it's been amazing because we've been able to just keep those and use them again with my daughter. We still use um, disposable diapers at night or when we leave the house because our cloth diapers just leak sometimes. It's kind of just something that goes along with it. But in general, we save so much waste and we save so much money from using these cloth diapers versus all disposable. So that's something that works well for my family. Again, if it's not something that would work for yours, that's totally fine, but it is a really good option if you want to save money and if cloth diapering is something that you have thought about in the past anyway, it's a really, really good way to reduce your household waste. The next swap that we use a lot and I think is just so cool is reusable squeeze pouches. So I know right now if you go into Target and you go look at the kids' snacks, there's like half an aisle taken up just of applesauce pouches, yogurt pouches, you know, the fruit and veggie pouches, all of those. And while that's like awesome because those are healthy options for kids and all of that, those pouches are so wasteful. A lot of times they're not recyclable because they have the food matter inside. So you can actually buy the reusable version of these pouches they are dishwasher safe. They hold up really well. Like I bought a set and they have lasted me, I think three years so far with no signs of like wear and tear. So the ones that I got, I don't remember the exact brand, but if you look on Amazon or wherever, just for reusable squeeze pouches, um, I have ones that have a zipper on the bottom and I think it's like a double zipper. So it seals really, really well. You can fill it with yogurt, applesauce, smoothies, uh, I've done like nice cream, which is like vegan ice cream that we've made before. I'll put that in there. Like literally you can put anything in the squeeze pouch and give it to your kid as a snack and it makes it 10 times more fun. So that's one of my favorite sustainable swaps for little kids and like just as a mom, that's something that we have used a lot and that I think is just such a cool eco-friendly swap. 
Another one is reusable Ziploc bags. So my favorite, I am a stasher bag fanatic all the way um, because they're just very versatile in what you can do with them. Like you can throw them in the dishwasher. You can throw them in the microwave and make popcorn in them. You can, I think literally you can cook things in the oven in them since they're silicone. They're very, very durable and they hold up so much better than any other reusable silicone Ziploc bag that I've tried. So, but really any like reusable Ziploc bag, we use these multiple times a day. Like my daughter right now is going through a huge trail mix stage. So I will just put a little bit of trail mix in our reusable Ziploc bag for her, hand it to her and she'll like run around the house, snack, she'll be happy. Um, same thing with going out and about, like if we're going to go to the park or go on a walk, whatever it is, and I want to bring a little snack for the kids, I just throw it in a reusable silicone Ziploc bag. So the last swap that I want to talk about that is one of my favorites, and if you follow me on social media, you will know this because I talk about it all the time. It is swapping out purchasing new products for thrifting products. This is very, very helpful with kids stuff especially like toys clothes anything like that because in my opinion kids grow and change so fast and it also saves you even more money because if you're thrifting for their clothes or I know some people just refuse to thrift shoes and I understand that but a lot of times you can find good quality kid shoes because of how fast kids outgrow things parents will like put their kids in shoes one time and then throw them at the thrift store. So a lot of my kids clothes are thrifted. A lot of their shoes are thrifted and we also thrift toys. Um, obviously we still get a lot of gifts from like holidays, birthdays, things like that. But for the most part, if I'm trying to find a specific toy for my kids, I will first look on secondhand apps or Facebook marketplace like there were a couple specific cute wooden toys that I wanted to get my daughter for Christmas, but honestly knew they're pretty expensive if you go with like, you know, the Montessori <laughs> wooden toys, things like that. I'm really into that. So I looked on a secondhand app and I got it for like maybe half the price of what it was new. And it's also a secondhand product. So not only do you save money, but you also help the environment when you buy secondhand because it extends out the life of a product that has been pre-loved. I think that this is especially helpful when it comes to clothes because besides the aspect that it just saves you a ton of money, kids' clothes are a lot of times cheaply manufactured and again, they outgrow them so, so much that it's just this huge problem and it goes right in hand with just overconsumption in our society in general. So when you opt to buy secondhand kids clothes versus new, it's just really, really good on the environment because you're preventing those items to end up in landfills. A lot like so many textiles get just thrown away because they aren't purchased or people don't want them anymore. So just the whole act of thrift shopping and buying secondhand is so beneficial for the environment and it's so powerful and so impactful. So that, again, it's not really like a physical swap, but more of a swap of your habits of thrifting children's items versus buying everything new. And then to go hand in hand with that when your kids outgrow stuff or when they're no longer playing with their toys, et cetera, et cetera, 
extending the life of those products instead of just trashing them, either giving them away for free on a Facebook group or taking them to a local organization like a shelter or orphanage or a thrift store. One of my favorite sustainable swaps for motherhood. Hey mama, so if you are enjoying this episode and you just have a fire lit up inside of you where you are very inspired to go take action and live more eco-friendly and you're kind of feeling like, hey, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can transform my life and my family's life to a more sustainable, eco-friendly way of living. I have got some news for you. So I am actually currently in the process of creating my signature program, which is the Empowered and Eco-Friendly Academy. It will be launching very, very soon. I mean, launch is like right around the corner. And if you are one of my founding members, meaning if you are one of like the first people to sign up for this course before it is officially finalized and out there for the entire world to see, you can get in the door for a fraction of the price of what it is going to be when it officially launches. So if you want me to take your hand and walk you through every single step of eco-friendly living, like the A to Z, for sustainable living, but with me walking you through every step versus you having to hit a bunch of road bumps and try to figure everything out for yourself. If this is something that sounds like it could help you, I will straight up take you from caring about the environment but a little bit confused and lost to empowered and eco-friendly. So if you, again, if you are interested in this course, if this is something that could help you, you can actually sign up to be on the wait list for my course. If you go to unrootedmama.com slash course, you can sign up to be on this wait list. And then when I decide that it's time to call in these founding members and do the first run of the Empowered and Eco-Friendly Academy, you will be the first one to hear about it. So if you want to be in the know with this course launch and Honestly, if it's something that interests you at all, because if nobody is interested, I'm not going to spend months and months and countless hours every day working on this course. So if you're at all remotely interested in this and you think it is a course that should be made and out in the world, go sign up for the waitlist. So I just know that there is interest in this. Again, you can go sign up for the waitlist by going to unrootedmama.com slash course. Please go sign up. I would absolutely love for you to be one of my founding members. And if you know anybody that is interested in eco-friendly living, I would absolutely love if you could send your friends the link because I'm really trying to help transform as many lives as possible. So one more time to get on the waitlist for that, go to unrootedmama.com slash course. I really, really hope to see you on the list. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. I hope that if you are a mom, this really just inspired you to start making these eco-friendly changes. And I hope it showed you how beneficial eco-friendly living can be for you, how it can help lighten your load and make your house run smoother and just make your life easier in general. It really is just such a win-win for you and your family and the environment. So just as a last little parting note before I officially get off here, but 
make sure that you give yourself grace with this and that you do one small change at a time. Don't hear this episode and feel like you need to make a million changes and go out and buy a million things. Um, That kind of just stresses you out even more. So it's okay if you take it slow. Make a list on your phone and a notebook somewhere of the sustainable swaps that you want to do in your home. And then slowly as you run out of the disposable version of those products, then go out and check things off of that list and start doing the sustainable swaps within your house. Again, just give yourself a little bit of an adjustment period and don't try to make a hundred changes at once because that is just going to overwhelm you and kind of cause you to feel this burnout. So get out there, make these changes and simplify your home and all of that amazing stuff, but make sure to kind of take your time and don't try to rush it and don't get caught up in the little details, which can get like really overwhelming for you. So if you are starting out on this journey and you kind of feel like you've hit a road bump or you don't really know where to go or you have a specific question about something, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'm the most active on Instagram and my username is unrootedmama. So I would absolutely love to hear from you. I check my DMs daily and answer to them. So again, if you have any questions, if you want to ask me literally anything about eco-friendly living, feel free to hop into my DMs. I absolutely love hearing from you guys from the podcast. Like you guys are such a joy to me and you guys mean so much to me, every single person that is listening to this. So again, I would love to connect with you guys. Um, Yeah, I hope that this episode helped you and inspired you as much as it inspired me. Sending you guys all of my love and until next time, 